Welcome to 40s, the new F word. This is your host, Lolita. And today we're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. That's what we're talking about with Mr. O. We're going to be talking about flogging and just what it's really like to be single and having sex and dating in your 40s. We are both in our 40s. Hello, Mr. O. Hello, hello. How's it going? good to be on. It's good to have you on. It's nice to see you again. Yes, you too. So let's talk a little bit about, we're both 40, well 40s, mid 40s. Give or take. Give or take, yes. How long have you actually been single? For me, five years. Five years. Five years since I split up with my ex, yes. Wow. Not since I've dated, just since I've been like in a serious, serious relationship. (laughs) Wow. I have to go two years out there. Two years? Yep. Okay, so two years out, you're on dating apps, you're dating, you're going out on dates with different people. How do you think it varies in your 40s versus when you're in your 20s? Well, in the 40s, it's a lot different. You got your income. That -hmm. supports a lot of things that you want to do as a couple or dates. And you have the mindset that, yeah, coming back into it, if I had a chance to do it again, what would I do? Well, here's my second chance. I actually agree with that. Although, I think when I hit 40 and was single, it scared the shit out of me. As a woman, with the same penis for a really long time, and then you start dating, and then it's weird. So it took me a long time to like truly get in the dating world, because it, it's scary. I think it's kind of scary, but yeah, now I, I find it... Yeah, but I think it's way more fun now. I'm seeing it as more fun, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to. You gotta live. You, you gotta, gotta live? live. So let's talk about flogging at 40, right? Being dirty at 40, all the things that we do now. Are you more open to things sexually in your 40s and we're in your 20s? Or do you feel like you're more reserved? Absolutely, way more open. When I was younger, there was like a status quo you had to follow and that's macho man thing. Right. Well, now that macho man thing is out of the window and now I get to actually find out who I really am. I actually agree with that too. I think I'm much more woohoo than I used to be. I mean, I was married, though, for a really long time. But I still think... Yeah, I think... can tell you've been bottled up. Like, <laughs> wow. Whatever. Yeah. Bottled up. Bottled up. I just think that when you finally get out there, get a dabble in the dating. Ooh, that's... I like it. Dabble in the dating. And you get out there, you kind of get to see what you want, what you don't want. It is a second chance. I think that's a beautiful thing. It is a second chance because... You kind of see, okay, you know what? I, I don't want to put up with that. I will put up with that. I don't know. I think there's some real value in in the dating a little bit older. But I also think we get stuck in our fucking ways. I don't know. Can I compromise ever again like I used to? Yeah, but then you'll be fitting in that percentage that never marry again. I know, and that scares me. Because I met this woman who was super bitter at 60, and she'd been divorced since she was 40, and hated men. And I definitely don't want to get like that. Yeah, I can see where a few dumbasses can definitely start to lead you down that way mm-hmm. and that path. And just a few more would definitely set it in stone. <laughs> right? <laughs> For <laughs> real. Like, them. Okay, so how many websites have you been on? Dating Three. websites. Three? Three? About. Okay, what's your favorite one? Favorite one? I'm a well, like- I don't have a favorite anything. Well, as an Aries, I would say for sure mine would be Tinder, but it was only for like 10 days I was on Tinder. But I think it was the most cut and dry. Even if it wasn't for one night stands or anything like that, I think it was the most, this is what it is. Because people were like, yeah, I just want to fuck. And then you'd be like, well, I don't want to do that. So you swipe them. But on like match.com or whatever, I feel like there was a persona that they acted like a certain way, but they really weren't that way. I think Tinder's not like that, but maybe I'm wrong. I equally dabble in each one depending on what it may be. Okay. But as far as a favorite anything like that, I just put it out, you know, be yourself, and it is what it is. Tinder, yeah, they might be a little bit more rough, or, you know, Badu or any other ones, you know, they might be a little bit more refrain and more hidden agendas. Yeah, I feel like that, for sure. How do you get rid of red flags? How do you know red flags? For me, wasn't great the first couple times, and then I got much better. 
red flags. Get rid of red flags. Yeah, like before you even meet them. Oh, just all the stuff that when I was younger, because we're older now, all the stuff that I would bypass and wouldn't even think nothing twice about. Now, those are the things that stick out first. The red flags of inconsistencies or hidden agendas. Pick up on them, keep it pushing. Right? Because they're scary. Because I think it's harder to get rid of. Like, if you get locked in, it's harder because they're like, ah, shit. Well, yeah, right? you got a lot of men these days that are having these feelings within themselves, the insecurity, and yeah, it could be a mess because they don't know if they're going to get that second chance. Well, and women are insecure too, though, because I work with them. They are. I used to be more insecure, but I feel much more secure in myself now, in my 40s. Absolutely. I think that that within a person, if they're actually growing as they develop age yeah, to maturity, yeah, you will yeah. find that in different other traits about yourself that you're drawn to. Right, because like, I like to like read stuff and go to self-help books and watch little videos on things. I think I'm constantly learning and growing, which helps my confidence, which helps me feel like I got this, right? Right. And through education, that is a big... Right. Because if we aren't learning, we might as well be dying. Because we got to be doing that. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised. So Nope, 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 I wouldn't be. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised on people that don't want to learn. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're going to talk a little bit about the flogging world. Even though if y'all don't know what that is, it's just a different form of spanking. And I know a lot of you have dabbled in a little ass slap during doggy style or a little hair pulling. And that's usually the extent of it. And then you meet people like Mr. O, who brings sometimes things out differently in you because he is a dom sometimes. Would you say you're a dom all the time or sometimes? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. There's a time and place for everything. Absolutely. And he's very good at it. Let's talk about how you, I don't know, was it like one day you were like, I want to be a dom? You always had the tendencies to kind of take over. You are kind of bossy a little bit. Well, being a confident man, it's not something that you just wake up one day and decide this is what it's going to be. It's kind of like watching Lolita in action. No matter what the hell you have going on, eventually by the time the event's done or even the showing has come to an end, she will be leading a bitch. So it's kind of like that. So you, it's like you might as well take control and actually take the steps, do it correctly. And make sure everybody's comfortable. You're the boss. You kind of just dived into it. You've been doing it for a few years. Well, it started really by researching deeper into the human nature and all the chemistry and biology behind it scientifically that the relationship between a male and a woman was pretty much formed earlier in the days of such. And to get back to your animal instinct is like to release, be free again. Absolutely. That's where you kind of get into the BDSM. Now, stay with me, people. When I first approached him as, are you this? Are you a dom? Because you never once talked to me about this. Never. Never. I just had this suspicion because I'm pretty in tune to things. And also, I'm a reader. And I kind of was like, oh, there's just things that I've read about that he does. But I think my first reaction was a negative one. Like, ooh, if you slap me in the face and call me a bitch, I'm going to freak out. Because that's exactly kind of what I thought that was. And then you're like, that's not at all what this is. And so I did some research. I did a lot of research. Do you yeah, remember all these? Yeah, you hit me up and was like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And just hit me up with it. Like, whoa, okay. And questions. And I did a ton of research. So I want you all to go online and make sure you type in the correct things and not videos because you'll get some weird shit. It depends on what kind of weird shit you want to see. But it really explains. There's some really good articles online that really explain the nature of it and all the different levels. And there's a ton of different levels. Yes, absolutely. I mean, wow. And so I was intrigued. I was like, oh my God, it doesn't have to be icky. It doesn't have to be degrading. I mean, if you're into that, that's totally fine because it's all about an exchange of what's okay with each partner. So even if you do get slapped in the face and called a bitch, if you're okay with that and that's something you're like, hey, that turns me on, There's, I'm not judging that. Yeah, it's basically your perception of what you find sexy or out of your comfort zone is what it's going to be. It's not necessarily, and I have to put it out there, I hate to say it, but Fifty Shades of Grey, I've never seen that movie once and I don't want to see it because I don't want to ruin it for myself. It and would ruin it for yourself. Yes, but it's just the perception that you're holding. Yeah, it could be a guy in a suit. Or it could be that guy who's a robber and supposedly faking a scene. 
Or it could be a guy in a black leather outfit and a motorcycle. True that. <laughs> I mean, you just never know. Yeah, we come in all forms. You got to be able to role play as well. Well, they, well, I think a lot of that is role play. Absolutely. And patience is a huge one because you are the most patient man in bed ever. It's like almost a form of teasing, right? Oh, are you asking me now? I'm asking you. It is a form of teasing. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. <laughs> no, you have to take the correct measures to get the body in heightened and ready to receive. A lot of people are going straight from A to Z. No, take the time to mature the session and to actually get a chance to be a part of it. Bring the body and soul into it, not just the actions that come forth. But it's a long process sometimes. Absolutely. It's like a marathon. It's like, not a marathon. It's like a performance. Yes. Yes. So you can't do that all the time. Negative. No, you cannot. So no. you got to pick and choose. Yes. Now, do you feel like because that's the role you've played the last few years and you've developed it, you've explored on other women and you kind of, okay, this is my thing. Do you feel like you can have sex other ways and still get the same pleasure from it? Or are you kind of locked into that now? No, absolutely not. The intimacy part is every encounter is individual and separate and special. It's not one single thing that's related to the next other than maybe positions. Right. I mean, everyone has their favorite. What's so, your favorite? Yeah. My favorite? It'd have to be a, a toss-up between doggy and froggy. Doggy only, and froggy? The only difference is, is one, you're on hands and knees. The other one, you're on your stomach, on your knees with your arch, putting you up to the ceiling. So what about girl on top? Great. Love it. Nice. Especially if she can twist, twirl, and at the same time, understand how the kegel muscles work. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. All right. See, you guys are all learning things right now. All right. So what about what kind of women are attracted to this? Have you noticed? I think a lot of women of power are attracted to it who hold dominant positions in the workplace or at home. They have to get a chance to release and to get out of the normal every day. So why not live it in a fantasy? Separate yourself from your day to day reality. I love it. That is the truth. But then how do you get a woman like that to kind of submit? Because I would think that would be hard to do. Was it hard to do? <laughs> well, actually, in my mind at first, I think it was hard. Right? Because I'm pretty sure your first comment was you were like, I'm going to break you because I was like a wild horse. No. I said, I'm going to treat you like a wild horse. I'm going to rein you in. That's right. I knew something about a horse. Yes, and we reined you in. You did. Yeah. You did. And it took a little bit. It was definitely out of my comfort zone. For it sure. Was. It was. I came in, you know, my year, yes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start dating. We talked for a while. But as soon as I met you, there was definitely a level of comfort. So I think that is a gift you have. You probably do, can able to do that with lots of women, not just me. That nice where people feel safe. Because you don't always do that. You can go out with somebody and be like, oh, you know, I wouldn't be in a dark alley with them. I think keeping it 100 and knowing yourself plays a big role. If you don't have to put out a perception of what you think others want to see, and you can be yourself, then a lot of people are attracted to that. might be at 40, too. I mean, you're better at 40. You know yes. what I mean? Like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And if you're not at 40, then we, you got to struggle. That's a struggle. Because by 40, you kind of need to... I mean, I'm definitely figuring out who I am still, but I know in my core. Yes. yes. So I meet you. We have a good time. We connect. What if you meet somebody that you have talked to for like a month or two, and then... Because I've had this, or I've talked to for like a few weeks, and then you actually meet in person, and there's just nothing. There's no heat. There's no chemistry. How do you handle that? Then we build off the friendship that we made up until that point, and we keep it rolling as friends. So have you done it where you did not sleep with them when you felt Absolutely. like Absolutely. The thing about it is, is once you got some good good, you can't just give it to anybody because the majority, of the, world is, the majority of the world is not stable. They're the ones that would retaliate or feel like this is their last chance and would go to extreme measures to try to keep it. So have you had women go to extreme measures with you? Yes. 
Absolutely. Like, wow. I can tell you what you need to know for restraining order. Really? Oh, yeah. Damn! See, that's embarrassing. Women and men don't act like that. If you're listening to this right now, especially in your 40s, do not act like a fool. Just move on. Let it go. Get it straight now. Let me get it straight. I'm not like out there just doing it and just fucking running around. No. No. If I meet somebody, it takes time to know somebody. And I'm not, it does. It's not out there like that. But sometimes you can just meet somebody and really just have it. And then sometimes you have to build up on it and then it comes. I think you need to build because once it's all over and the fucking fireworks are done, you still have to take that ride home after the 4th of July. So you have to build something up so you have something to talk about on the way back. Well, that's true. And the next morning, and the day after that, and so on and so forth. Fourth of July. Hmm. Fireworks. <laughs> I could say something so dirty right now, but I'm not going to... Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hold back. I'm going to hold back. So we meet. We have a great connection. We have a great conversation to begin we with. We do. Well, that's all we did. I think we talked, listened to music, drank a little bit, smoked a little bit, laughed, and you made fun of me, because that's what he does. Nothing like humor. Oh, no. I totally agree. It was a good make fun of. I mean, yeah. I think you told me that I was like a baby because my number was so little compared to yours. I'm pretty sure that's how that oh, was. compared to mine. <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. Compared to your freeness from your last marriage. How about that? Yes. Your free... Yes. Yeah, because I was married a really long time. But I always say just because you don't have a lot of partners doesn't mean that you have not had a lot of sex or that you're not very knowledgeable in sex. I think a number is just a number. You yeah. can have a ton of sex with hundreds of people and be terrible in fucking bed. I've been locked down majority of my adulthood. It, yes. In marriages. In uh, committed relationships. Absolutely. Yes. So it gave me a time to grow and to learn a lot and to actually experience a lot. So now that I'm older and out there in the world, taking what I've learned over the past, plus my imagination and my desires, yeah, I'm on a whole new level. You are on a good level. You are. <laughs> <laughs> so after you date and you meet your people, do you feel like you get bored more easy because we were talking about we're in a world of like immediate gratification. There's always next. There's always a swipe. There's always something that you can be like, ah, you know what? I'm bored. And do you think you do that more now because your level of, you know, intensity and sex is kind of like higher than it used to be? I don't feel like I swipe more or anything like that. Once I'm into somebody, then we roll. You know what I mean? That time and effort that I would use on those dating apps, yeah, simply a text or a call or emoji throughout the day to that other to let them know, hey, I'm here. But right. if there is a void, well, swipe left, swipe left, <laughs> maybe one of these rights. <laughs> but I just think, I don't know. For me, I don't know. I think trust will be a hard one for me as when I become into a serious relationship. Because I think it's just too easy to be sneaky, I guess. Well, today's society, yeah. It's not like when we grew up. That's you know? what I mean. I think it, it's tougher. Yeah, it's way more easy to get into trouble than not. Just yes. Just for the fact of the convenience of the internet. It's just, it's so easy. So I feel like you have to be really into that person or you have to have a really open communication. Yes. You know, Absolutely. like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I want to do. And, and not be crazy. Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just kind of got to know what you're looking for. If I was to get on the line and search, it's not like I'm looking for somebody to be my sub. If it comes about, great. But if that's not what the person Yeah, you is, didn't even talk about it when we talked. Never once. Not. You were like, hey, you want to be... I'd have been like... I'd have clicked on hung up. Because Why? in my mind, I had a completely different perception of what it was, which I think most people do. Yeah. Why limit your possibilities? But at the same time... Over a period of time, we can grow towards that again. Right, right. But I do think, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go out and dabble in this, you need to be careful. Because I don't think everybody is... In, well, I know for a fact, because I've heard stories, that subs and doms and all that, a lot of doms aren't very good at it. So I think that they, they can hurt you. Don't you agree? Yeah, security measures is worth taking in every form. Especially if you're going to play in this little role. Yes, if they're not able to explain and tell you a lot of information about what they got going on, where they're at, and all that, 
And that's another red flag. If you're willing to enter into something like that with somebody, especially being intimate as you may be, then absolutely there shouldn't be any secrets. And if they're hiding secrets, then there's probably a hidden agenda. I would think so. I had the fantasy of, oh, I kind of one day want to be tied up. But oh my God, the idea of like having my hands held because I'm such a touchy person freaks me out. And having that lack of control freaks me out. Were you ever restrained? Yes. You restrained me. How did that treat you? Well, it was, it was very, very interesting. And I was nervous about it. And I, we didn't even have a safe word, which is crazy. But I, for you, you're so in tuned to the woman. I mean, at least you were so in tuned to me and my body and my breath. And I didn't even have to have that. So that was pretty amazing. Like you knew when I was starting to panic, you just took them off. There's not a lot of words. Yeah. And that was built through gaining basically a rapport with you, being able to communicate over the period of time before even taking it to that next level. I'm going to blame him for something right now. So (laughs) I came into the year of yes, I'm going to try new things. Although I just want to say that trying the Dom sub life was not on the year of yes, but you know, I went with it because it's my year of yes. You said yes. I said yes. (laughs) But I had a lot of wall. It was more like yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, fucking yes. But I definitely had a wall built up from prior and the tough girl and the pride and oh, I'm not going to fall in love. I'm not going to have emotions, which I had done really good till this. Then we meet and I think losing control in the bedroom, right? And how you do it. And it's such a mental game. You kind of broke down because even my sister's like, wow, he really, you broke down a lot of these layers, lots, right? So you opened that up a little bit for me and then when I backed away and you're like backed away like okay because it's my year yes and I need to figure my shit out then it opened me up to get (laughs) I'm glad there's clarity but go ahead I'm listening (laughs) but then I I got into a, a relationship and that relationship I think somebody fun and haha came in and I was softened so my guard wasn't up as high and then I became into a real relationship which I had been trying to avoid for like the entire year. I just wanted like like a fuck boy or like somebody that you kind of went on vacation with and did stuff. <laughs> we can say fuck boy. I don't <laughs> You know what I mean? Like somebody that <laughs> Yes. Like like a fling. That's probably a nicer word, people. There you go. I'm but... I'm tracking you now. I'm backtracking you. <laughs> but like the fling, the fling that you care about each other, you respect each other, but there's not a lot of feelings. And then I think it's your fault that I got into feelings because you broke down me enough to be open. I wouldn't say I broke down you enough. I think that over a period of time of being back down to your base and be able to recognize and acquainted with all the feelings and in tune with your body a little bit more. Right. I think that you took that and ran with it thinking I that did. I did run with it. I mean, I loved it. I loved that it was... Um, but that ain't on me, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, know. little, I mean, and, and I honestly, you were one of my, I think, most learning experience of 2019. You. For me, it was most self-growth. It was for me to truly let somebody do that and to be that vulnerable was huge for me. Huge! Yeah, like, but you understood, though, that you're in control the whole time oh 100 percent. absolutely but you still have to have somebody willing to show you that way make you feel that way that is a gift that is something you're gifted at because i am a powerhouse i know that i am mouthy and i'm fun and i'm forward look at all my efforts my forward (laughs) fun on that mouthy part yes absolutely i love it and (laughs) yes yes Absolutely. You're mouthy, but give you a mouthful, and what do you do, you know? I shut up. <laughs> you become tentative. Yes. Yes. It's just weird to me, because do you do that to everybody that you have brought in to your dungeon? <laughs> wow. Now I live in a fucking dungeon? With whips and chains. I'm painting a picture, Mr. O. But if you, if you come in and as a woman that's like me. Lots of women like me. I'm sure you've met lots Lots of women. Lots of women like you? I've met a few like you. Okay. You're a very dominant woman. (laughs) 
No pun intended. Like, yeah, because I'm not the dom in this one. Absolutely not. In no form or fashion. No. But. But I am a, I am a strong woman. You're a strong lady. And I think that was good for you because you were able to release. It I was, was something that you weren't. You didn't it was like facilitate. it was like the first time. I think that's why I said I, the most growth came from that, because it was like, it was like the first time I was able to give in control completely, and I did. It took a few times, but that's amazing when you always feel like, as a for me, that I always have to be in some form of control. I was like, oh my god, I can relax my mind. So then my mind and my body were differently in tuned, and then my mind went to a different place, like a, a euphoric place. If I was in control, I would have stopped that. Yes, absolutely. And I remember and recall several times where we were talking about that. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. It was actually a beautiful thing. It, it was. And it did help me. I don't know. It, it helped me in a lot of aspects in my life. And I think that is really cool. I don't know if... I think most women maybe fantasize. Actually, I know most women fantasize about this. They take mini polls on this, that they want to be dominated. But I don't think a lot of men do it right. I just don't. Or maybe as women, we just can't let go with if it's your husband because you're like, oh my God, whatever, Fred, you don't do it right. I don't know. I don't know if it can be, if you've already established this role with somebody, how does they come in and act like this? Would it be role playing? I don't know. I think a lot of women would love this, but I don't think a lot of men can deliver it. I think with education, once again... Communication, education, yeah. Education and communication. More yeah. education. Because a man has to understand that it's not so much what his perception is. You're delivering a fantasy and it's not one-sided. you got to think of both sides. Being a Libra plays a huge part of that because I'm not one-sided, you know. No, you're all about balance. Absolutely. And if it's one way or the other, then we need to renegotiate and figure out how we can get this straight down the middle. It's definitely something that a lot of guys can't do. Kind of like squirting. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of girls can't do that. A lot of girls and guys can't do that. Like, guys cannot get girls to squirt. Males cannot Well, that, it out. there is a true art to it. I mean, we all, as women, do have a G-spot. I think it takes a confident man to do that. I think men can learn the anatomy and do the thing, watch some videos... But if you don't have it in you to go for it as a dude, it's probably not going to happen. And if as a woman, you don't relax and trust enough and be like in that dirty kind of frame of mind, I don't think you could do it. To be honest with you, I started working on you squirting way before we even met. It starts in the mind. I said, the mind, yes. We've laid down several times before we even met just because of the conversations we had and the communication and connection over the time. So, yeah, once we got together, it was just a matter of just going uh, through the motions. Minutes. <laughs> it was minutes. It's impressive. You are impressive. In fact, on my podcast, Fingers and Fellatio, you are brought up in that because I know he's like, what? But you are because fingers, they're important. Fellatio is important, too, in a relationship. And you are magic with your fingers and mouth. At least for me, you were. That is something you're very, very gifted at. And then you have this bonus that you also know how to use your penis. Because that doesn't always happen. You have like the trifecta. Look, and I'm making painting this picture perfect person. I'm sure he has a lot of hidden skeletons in his closet. Wow. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you are very gifted. No, I think the thing that I bring to the table that I personally love about my intimacy is the fact of connecting with the skin, the soul, through touch. Senses it, it is heightening. Absolutely. You take away the control, it even makes it more intense, which is why the BDSM world's so big. Right. And then right? you factor in how important that organ of skin is. And yeah, once you can cater to the Our skin. Our biggest organ. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> biggest organ creates the biggest orgasm. Yes, it does. I mean, because cause you don't just focus on the vagina. You focus on from the tips of your toes, everywhere in between, to the base of your neck. I mean, you really do. You kind of focus on everything. So you're waking up everything before you even... It's almost teased to me as an Aries because I'm impatient. I mean, I remember the first time was like, 
oh my God, how long? How long is, oh, how, you know, like, I just wanted you to like, come on, in my mind. And you were so not, you just loved to be like, no, no. Yeah, no, it's going at a pace that is perfect. Uh, For a Libra. (laughs) For a Libra. For a Libra. And Aries is like, come on, I'm on fire. Yeah, but it was it was a great great thing. We had a very fun few months. Yeah. Honestly, it was a lot of fun, and we actually never actually went on a date. We always just came to each other's house. Like I thought, how did that even happen? Everybody goes on dates. Like I've never had anybody not take me on a date, or you know, we talk about it sometimes, and it would just. Well, yeah, we plan on dating. <laughs> Like, literally. Like, it was definitely in the cards. It was? Yes. I don't know what happened. We were all four, both, (laughs) together, making this happen, meeting in a public establishment, doing something that your average, everyday Americans would do. But it did not happen for us like that. Well, the trust was there immediately. I think we spent enough time on the phone, texting, and so forth, to the point where, yeah. Yeah, we had our first outing tonight. (laughs) That's hilarious. It was nice. It was nice. Yes. It was very nice. It was. When you go on your little dates, do you feel like, do most of them you go on a date with or do most of them you don't really have to anymore? No, I have, that's my whole intention. See, the thing is, is we talked about this earlier. You just can't put it on anybody. So yeah, you're talking about red flags. Now is the time to search for those red flags. Not really search for the red flags. Just find out more about the person and see if any pop up. It's nothing you right. want to search for, but dating, that gives the chance for those to surface. For sure. Before they enter the home or know more about your work. Or well, I was going to say, because that's like, you wouldn't want to bring them here and then be like, and then they fucking turn out crazy. Like, that's scary. Well, you're back here. <laughs> I'm not scared. You're not scared? You I'm should be. This is a professional podcast. Absolutely. That's we're right. Be professional for this we half pro- hour. Or so. We are so professional. <laughs> but believe me, when y'all fucking go to do what you need to do after this podcast, no, oh boy. no, we are professional, professional. Absolutely, and they need to be filming. <laughs> yes. No, it's not filming. That'd be called porn. <laughs> if we were filming anything naughty, that'd be porn. We're only doing a podcast. After that, we stop filming, but we press go. You're so AKA ridiculous. play. So I have to tell y'all, he makes fun of my Lolita name because he's like, he ain't Spanish. <laughs> he's like, you like like a white girl. So tell him what you think my alter ego name should be. I think it should be Snow Bunny. <laughs> really, people? I don't even like snow. Yeah, but that's not really what it means. But yes, I can see where you wouldn't like snow. Snow bunny. Snow bunny. That's not a sexy alternate ego name. It's not sexy, but it's definitely an alter ego name. I don't know. You have to call me Lily. You cannot call me Snow Bunny. It just doesn't work. But he's like... I call you what I used to call you. Which is? I'll tell you later. (laughs) Actually, I'm just trying to think. Did you ever even call me anything? You did. You did. You did. What was it? What did I call you? You called me baby doll. You did. A couple of times. Yes. Relax. Baby doll, relax. Yes. I read that that's like a pet name for doms. That was one of the pet names. Not fucking Snow Bunny. Well, we can incorporate (laughs) that in here. Yeah. I mean, it is... Winter time, you know, we can go out it, there. And, it, it make it make me cold. Oh yeah, yeah. It is so true. So, so <laughs> I would like to know, being that I'm the guest, I heard about this journal you keep around. Yes. Please, please, can you dip in that journal and let me know, you know, a little something about this journal you keep? Like this journal is known oh. to break hearts, rate dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the ultimate okay. journal. So what he's talking about. <laughs> is five years ago when I started, like, I'm going to start this process of just writing stuff down, stories from other people, myself, dating, just whatever. I would write down little tidbits of what was happening in my world. When I would go on a date, and there's not a ton in here, but there is enough to have a story, and there's other stories in here. I would kind of write down 
what I thought on the first date, you know, that first interaction, first meeting. And then I would kind of elaborate when I would remember. It's called, I have every day, every day I'm hustling. <laughs> Whoa. And it literally reads, every day I'm hustling. Like, that's what it's on the that, That's book. what it says. Maroon book, gold writing. Yep. And so I take it everywhere because there's notes in here. So when I do a podcast with somebody, I have notes, right? So yours was hilarious because I wrote a lot of fun stuff in here about you. <laughs> like a lot. Come I, on, our viewers, your viewers. <laughs> our like viewers I said, ours, today. ours. So he was, he was honestly on paper. You were like probably the perfect man for me on paper. Well, for, I'm sorry to fall short there. No, no, no. I'm not saying like, I'm just saying. Like on paper, you, you seriously were, I mean, I really was like, I think these are, these are some of the things I wrote in here. Meet at my house before we go on a date, break my own rules, level of technique. Wow. I educated myself about the Dom world, the things he taught me super profound about myself in everyday life. I said I was a brat and I loved to test him and undermine his rules because I got great pleasure from doing that because I knew the pain and pleasure. Like, I wrote this whole thing about being a brat on purpose. So you're pretty much <laughs> subjecting yourself to that lifestyle. I kind of was subconsciously because I know I'm a brat for real. Like, I'm a literally a shithead sometimes and I'm mouthy as hell. But like, I think I did that a little bit to get that kind of response from you because you just getting spanked is not pleasurable for me, but be how you do it. There's so much pleasure mixed with the pain. You almost can't, you can't cipher which it is sometimes. That's your gift too. You have a lot of gifts. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't feel that way after Christmas, but I'm glad you can point something out that I didn't get. <laughs> and then I also was able to be super honest with you. Like about, I told him about my surgery coming up and my boobs and your response was like, I'd never told anybody that except my ex. You were beautiful about it. Like seriously, you were. So these are things that, that I said about you. You were smart, sexy, deep, mellow, steady. Deep. I like that. <laughs> of course you do. You had grown kids because we are smart people and we started young. So now we really get to live our 40s wild. Like that is the truth. We don't have no seven-year-olds. We get a like to do whatever the hell we want. We have grown-ass children. You are independent. That's super attractive to me. You're an amazing lover. You're funny in a witty way, not a goofy way. Although <laughs> that's not true. He is goofy because he just spoke in an English accent like Siri on the way to restaurant tonight. <laughs> yeah, so that's a lot of good for you. People... It's interesting. So on paper and, and in life, I think it's just probably not the right timing, maybe. But like you really are like you hit a lot of those little boxes. But I didn't date you long enough to really know like your weird red flags. Weird red flags. Well, we all have some. My weird red flags that a lot of people can't seem to cope with is the fact of my freedom. You know? Your nomad lifestyle. My nomad lifestyle. I love to travel. Experience I love to travel new too. things, new cultures, and it's amazing just a hundred miles down the road or a couple hundred miles how much it changes. So, what do you think? What do you mean when people they don't understand that? I mean, you work, you go play on the weekends, your kids are growing, you're not tied down. Is it women don't understand that, like the girls you're with? Yes. So, women are afraid of that because they never experienced that type of freedom and can't picture that type of freedom because of kids and. Dealing right. with work and locked into a situation where they don't I understand that freedom have now. that freedom. Yes. So now that they meet somebody with that type of freedom, it's something that they're not used to. So it's kind of like venturing to an unknown territory again. So do you think that it makes them insecure? Absolutely. It makes them insecure. They doubt a lot of things that they did in their life. And yeah, your life is your life. Make the best of what you got. So like if your woman's at home because she can't go... Do you feel like that's where the power struggle is? Or do you not have her go? Do you is... not say, babe, I want you to go? No, absolutely not. You say you don't want him to go. No, this is just even the initial date. Oh, you know? really? Absolutely. It starts way before then. Oh, what do you do? Oh, that's a nice How guy. come I didn't feel that way at all when you told me that? Because you're grown with adult children. Maybe you're that's it. In at yeah. Home. So it just works. Like, I was like, I get it. I totally got that. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, that's why we were able to click, and we didn't have to 
connection over a longer period of time. We were able to establish our connection early and go forth from there instead of taking baby steps due to family or other right. things that are pulling right. our attention. So if you were to date, speaking of younger children, I don't know if I could date somebody with like babies because I have like grown children with grandkids. That'd be hard for me to be like, I would think I don't know that for sure. I guess never say never, but don't you, I don't know. I'm a mama bear by nature. So maybe it wouldn't matter. But the I think right guy. Go either way, really. I'm not going to limit my connection or even because somebody had kids. That's loved, true. Right. For kids, nationality, no. Or any of that. Yeah, I guess to put... Because when I first started dating, I had a ton of rules. You know this. <laughs> like, yeah. a ton. Like, this is what I want. This is how long. I mean, I even... Into my last little relationship, it was like, I want to date for this long, this long, this long. It was always that in my mind. Right? So there was no emotions. And then sometimes that doesn't work. Because feelings are feelings. And they you can get feelings. The more you screw somebody, the more you... It just... It happens. And then you broke my layers down. And so again, it's your fault. So the more you screw somebody, is that what it's about? <laughs> no, but I think that the same person, when you share those intimacy moments with them and a connection with them and your walls are broken down, I do think you get feelings. Yes. Over a period of time, it's human nature. To, Absolutely. Yeah. You're not human if you don't. Absolutely. You're yes. an animal. I mean, I had well, feelings. Animals, right? <laughs> we are. <laughs> but I definitely feel like I had too many restrictions. For sure going in. And now, breaking down that, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't want somebody to have grown children. Yeah. Because I want to be able to travel and do what the hell I want. But if I truly, madly, deeply loved you, you could probably have way more children. And if that's that's what it is. Yeah. The thing is, you got to look at it in the big picture. The world is bigger than ourselves. If it's your duty to fulfill a role and help another, say, generation come up, then why not fulfill that role? Especially if the connection is there and you're there for the right reason. To put limitations, yeah, that's not so much. But Do you want to find that ultimate love partner? I think that's what everybody wants. See, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But statistically, every year that I live... Single? Past 30, the numbers multiply each year of how many single women there are out there because of men who perish at young age. So, yeah, the more older you get as a female, the more you outnumber the male, and the more longer you live as a male, the better odds you have as a man. <laughs> Sad but true. So you're like, ah, keep my options open. Hey, you know, yeah. the right one will come by. Why settle for so, pizza and steaks around the corner? Well, what if you like Italian food more than, what if you're a vegetarian? Well, you don't like steak. I bet I'll meet a vegan. <laughs> I think I'd be worried the longer I'm single, the more I would have a hard time with the compromising and living with somebody. Do you know? Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Because, like, I like my own space, my own time. Even the guy that I saw for, like, five months, I like to be able to see each other, and then he goes, and then I get to sleep in my own bed by myself, and then, you know, you see each other a few times a week. Like, to me, in my mind, God, that'd be a great setup in real life. Right. Like... But is that even possible? Well, Can humans adapt. We do um, adapt beautifully. I did spend a stretch in North Dakota. There's no way in hell I would have thought that I would have got up happily and went to work 63 below zero. But over a period of time, I adapt. So I right. think with the relationship... Uh, with the time, right person. Yes, yeah, spending time with the person and the kids, eventually adapting to that role. So what is a Mrs. O look like for you? Mrs. O? Well, you never know, but like when you think of a Mrs. O has to be fully in control of her body. If I say squeeze, damn it, you better hold on super tight and push me out somewhere. You got to have confidence, understand that, yeah, you are here for a reason, and yeah, no one will replace you. Don't second guess yourself or where you're at in your position. Mrs. O has to be willing to be able to travel you know and make arrangements that needs to be made that i cannot make in the spur of the moment somebody who's confident who can handle business that's mrs o i like it and for me like mr lolita <laughs> mr lolita <laughs> or mr snow bunny i think for me my i think independent huge gotta have your own life because i'm gonna have my own life i think you have to be funny you have to make me laugh and you have to be my equal, meaning 
We have to be able to have deep conversations, be able to travel together and be worldly and still have our own lives and laugh. You got to be able to laugh. Yeah. And you have have to have good sex because... (laughs) Wow. I mean... They should do that part and just fucking have the guys fill out the map. (laughs) I mean, it's not like it's the number one thing and I know a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, yeah, but it's not. But it's a huge part of that. Maybe you can't do that when you're 70 and something happens and you have to take the little blue pill or whatever. But it needs to start with that connection. Especially because I'm in my freaking 40s. So, like, my sex drive is higher in your 40s. Yes. Yes. So, you want somebody who can keep up with you in that aspect. I mean, I'm talking, like, five times a day, but I'm just saying. At least three. At least. Yes! Yes. I think that is so reasonable. Send you to work good, bring you home. home lunch and dinner. Yeah, well, not even so much lunch, you know? Just encourage you to cook a little something for the kids or something, you know? No kids, no kids. Oh, no kids. Well, well. The dog. Look us up, look us up, baby, you know? We're doing this. Here, a little something, something. And wait a minute. Before you go to bed, here, have this thing. Yeah, right? I just think that is something, especially if there's no children and you share that connection. Why would you not want to do that? It's not the norm. I talk to people all the time. And a lot of women are like, eh. And I understand I was married a long time. You definitely go through times when you're married a really long time. And for me, it was more kids and stuff. You get into mom mode and you don't do it. But now there's not that excuse for me. So I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, you just got to live. I don't know. And that's the one thing you share with your partner. I mean, that you only really share with that partner. Right? That intimacy. So... So I've seen different relationships and different dynamics of relationships. Well, like open marriages, stuff like that? Absolutely. So you want to keep what you have going on, but you don't want to feel like you're cheating or whatever not. To bring somebody in as a third party while they're there, yeah, you're able to fulfill the other person's I just don't feel like I'm a sharer, though. I don't know. I mean, I'm not judging it. I just... Well, it's to each their own. That's what I said. You've been married for 30 years. You don't want to step outside your marriage. But at the same time, you guys are on a routine at this point. Right. So sometimes spicing it up or, right? In order to keep your house, why sacrifice everything? I don't know. That's a tough one. I think men struggle with that, too. Speaking of that, ooh, we're going to ask the male question. If you, (laughs) say like eyes misses O. And I was like, hey, you know what, Mr. O, I'm feeling a little bit like I need some more D. I'm going to bring in Mr. X. Are you good with that? If it makes you happy and we have that connection, hey. Swear. Let's work on it. So it's not just a woman that would be brought in. Yeah. I don't know if I buy it. You don't <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like a lot of men are not, they're like, oh, well, we can bring a woman in. Well, okay, so it- let me paint the picture. Okay. okay. We've been together for a very long time. Uh, yeah. We have fully trust, no matter what. You're my number one. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. going to come between us. Right. Yeah, I can see somebody kissing you or whatever, whatnot. Yeah, it's whatever. Because at the end of the day, I'm yours. Absolutely. Okay. And I know, <laughs> I'm confident where I'm doing that. You ain't going nowhere. You can do what you need to, but... So that is that confidence that you talked about that is so important. And I think as a woman that would be married to you, or even as your girlfriend, that'd be big Absolutely. for you. It has to be on both, oh, yeah. both sides. Yeah. Yeah. As much as confidence as I'm relying on her to have, I need to have myself. Right. And so for your confidence, I think that's not, I think independence would be mine. Because you got to do your own thing. Well, yeah, there's always backup on Always. <laughs> yeah, so don't get it twisted. If you like what you're doing, you know, go ahead. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. But I'm going to go over here real quick while you're doing that. Oh. I don't know. I, I guess I'd, I'd have to wait to see what happens. When I truly have that person, I guess that would be a conversation that you would maybe one day have. Maybe you don't need to have it for a long time. I and think, shit, if we're married a long, long time, we're moving like the convalescent centers or if, what do you call those homes? <laughs> like retirement centers, not convalescent. Wow. Well, yeah, because that's too old. But, you know, like... Your <laughs> Like, you would be like, what, down... Hey, let's play shuffleboard with all the ladies. I mean, like, at this point, we're getting older. So, okay. really, by the time you're older, how you can bring somebody in? Duh. They live <laughs> next door. And we're in a home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in a home. Hey, buddy. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> you got some denture cream? Yeah, I'm going to take my dentures out tonight. Here. You know, we'll be down here whenever you make it. It's going to take you a while because you're a little slow walking. Betty, did I leave my teeth over there with Mr. O? <laughs> oh, I could just keep going. Wow. That's all I got to say, folks. Wow. All right. Well, this has been fun. I want you guys to literally go on, check out some information about the dumb and sub world. It's pretty fascinating. Educate yourself on what else we talked about, the different dating websites. Yes. I would love to hear stories about your favorite dating website. Ladies, and be careful out there. For real. For real. Like, and, and not even so much ladies, males as well. I ran into some situations that were questionable. So, yeah, men and females out there in the world, be careful. Absolutely. Yes. Check out the squirting world. You don't want to tell them your, your story? <laughs> Before you go, like, this confident-ass woman who never squirts unless it has to be this or that or this or that? Well, no, no, that's not... I didn't have rules about squirting. You didn't? I didn't. I, didn't. I just was surprised. I had done that before, that you could do it every time and that you could do it so quickly. I was very surprised. Yeah. You guys need to question her about that. <laughs> I think you'll find it very... Yeah. I think I, I, it's, it, it was pretty impressive. I was pretty impressed with you because it was quick. I remember the first time I was like, yeah, that's probably, you know, we'll see if it happens again. <laughs> Every time. Even sometimes without your fingers. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you hook the legs up behind oh, the elbows. No. I think there is a level of technique for sure, and you have to be open to it. Yes. And it's not pee. So all you people saying that, I'm going to whoop your asses. No, she ain't pee all over everything. No. No. You would know. And it's also, also just knowing what you're going for, the woman's anatomy, and actually how you're shaped and how to use that to your advantage. And you understand the woman's anatomy. Obviously, you understand fingers and the G spot and where it's all located. So, Grafenberg spot, y'all. Yeah, feels like through your mouth, shaped like a bean. No, no, no. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and I'm gonna throw that out there. It ain't my business, but ladies, Kegels is the key to success. Please. You can get like you. They're Kegel machines now. Kegel extra. It's impressive. You don't even need all that. No, but you can. So Absolutely. I, it's going to show up on my phone now because every time I talk about something, it comes up on my phone. Well, get the balls, make them jingle, and then spit them out one by one. You know <laughs> what, what are we in Tijuana? <laughs> I thought they picked up coins. Oh, <laughs> or, or balls or something. They do something weird yes. and then they shoot them out. That's, that's a key. beautiful technique, man. If you're pissed off and just shoot a ball at your face. Yeah, that's Maybe the key. That's, I'm like, going to work on that. Like, man, you want to please your man? Work on those and put them on them. He's giving everybody tips. That's my disclosure. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Mr. O and Lolita, a.k.a. Snow Bunny. Snow Bunny. <laughs> Snow Bunny. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.